Hope you like that new theme song. We're testing out a few to see which one sticks. And that was by my friend Sam. We actually share the same birthday, September 29th, best day of the year. I actually know like 13 people with that same birthday. Just saying. It's a great day. It's also a great day right now in 2020. I'm headed from California to Oregon. And I'm just wrapping up one of the best weekends of my life in Yosemite National Park. It was insane. And when I say best weekends of my life, I mean really eye-opening and also really strenuous. I don't understand who ranks the trails on all trails, but every time a trail says moderate, it actually seems pretty hard to me. Uh, I did two long hikes in Yosemite. They were long for me at least. I did um, Sentinel Dome and Taft Point, which is a pretty iconic hike. And from the top of the Sentinel Dome, you can see uh, Half Dome, which was really exciting. Unfortunately, it was so smoky that day when I got in, so it wasn't incredibly clear to see, but it was still one of those moments in life when you're like, whoa, this is really big. Like physically, this is a really huge rock, but also this is a big moment in your life. Don't let it go and never forget it. Also along this hike, I saw a lot of wedding photo shoots. Not like an actual wedding has just taken place at this park, but people were were doing their engagement shoots. I actually saw a couple change into their wedding attire. So the bride put on her bridal gown in front of her husband. I don't know if it was before or after the wedding, but ladies out there, or people who have been married, or anyone who just generally knows, you're not supposed to see your wife in her wedding dress before the wedding. So, don't know how that one's going to turn out. Anyways, it was exciting to see all these like cute and done-up couples strolling through the park. And I imagine their little lives together, and how outdoorsy and sporty they must be to choose Yosemite as their wedding photography shoot. And then I thought... What about me? Do I want to be in love? This has been a really cool journey and I spent a lot of time thinking, obviously. I haven't had a whole lot of people to talk to except for you, pod listener. I mean, I've texted my friends and I've talked on the phone to a few and I've stayed with a few, but aside from that, it's been a lot of inward reflection. And I really liked it. Like, I've liked hiking by myself. And I can't actually imagine really enjoying hiking with someone else because sometimes you feel like obligated to talk. But when you're by yourself, you can just really do whatever you want when you want. Sometimes you get really scared because you think there's a bear or you hear like a sudden movement in the brush beside you. So you're alone in that moment and your heart starts racing and you feel so alive. And at those times, it would be fun to look to someone and be like, did you hear that? But otherwise, it's pretty cool to just be walking by yourself. Like, yesterday I was on a hike in the Stanulus National Forest. I don't actually know how to say this. And all of a sudden, these leaves started falling all around me. And I just lifted my hands in the air and just, like, kept them outstretched as the leaves blew all around me. And I was walking, and I was like, if a leaf falls in my hand and this is supposed to be the leaf I'm going to keep as my souvenir it didn't but it just felt fun to like be so free and look kind of stupid if someone were to watch me but it just felt right y'all the wind was blowing through my hair the leaves were blowing all around me none landed in my hand but it was still special 
So back to Yosemite. The first night I got there a little bit late. I was staying in an Airbnb that was like two hours from the actual park. And the park is huge, by the way. It's way bigger than I ever could have imagined. So I was on my little hike and the hike was a lot longer than I had thought. Yet again, I had misread my all trails map. I don't know. I feel like I could go back and take a geography class or something because I need to learn how to use a map again. Um, so that hike lasted a really long time and my toes were throbbing by the end of it. And the sun was starting to set at the end as well. So I was like, uh oh, I hope I don't have any swirly mountain roads to ride on on my ride home. <sighs> Boy, did I ever. But as I was riding through Yosemite, I finally like made my way to the valley and that's where all of them, I'm just gonna say iconic again because everything in Yosemite is iconic. The iconic rock structures are. And I remember going through this tunnel and it was really long and I, I was like, uh oh, mountain tunnel, I have to go into a mountain now. And as I was going through it, I was looking up at the, at the ceiling and the hall the walls around me and they were just sheer mountain rock so I was like holy crap this is just the inside of a mountain it was a little overwhelming and when I passed through to the other side I saw El Capitan and I was like what this is what it's all about it was like I had made it to the scary tunnel and come out to this majestic scene and it just made me feel like so full of life and in moments like that, it would be cool to, like, share it with someone to look over and, like, maybe hold their hand and, like, shriek a little. But it was also cool to just see it and just remember. I'll be able to remember that forever. And there are a lot of moments that I think to myself, ooh, talk about this on the podcast or record a voice memo say you remember this. But I don't end up doing it because I also, I don't know, it just seems like it will take me out of the moment to document the moment. It's been really surreal. All right, you know what else is surreal? The election. That's right, it's time for me to place either my political encouragement spiel or my Anchor FM spiel right here. I can't tell which is going to go in, as you know. But remember, it's not a waste. It's worth a penny. And your vote is worth our future. So you've got to register to vote. If you ordered um, an absentee ballot, check up on that. YOLO, baby. You only live once. You only vote once a year. This is an important election. Here's the ad. And we're back. So after I completed those, that one hike, it was a loop, I ended up needing to drive back to my Airbnb. Not a shocker. And I was prepared to drive in the dark slightly, but I was not prepared to drive around the steepest swerving mountain road of my entire life. It was crazy, y'all. And so I was, I was already doing like a lot of swirlies, right, like to exit the park. But then when I got out, I started going higher and higher. The elevation was increasing. And I saw this sign that was like swift, steep, like, I don't know, probably something like steep curves next five miles. And I was like, five miles? Are you freaking kidding me? And it was night. Luckily, I was on the inner side of the mountain, so I wasn't on the actual edge of the cliffs. But these were essentially 360-degree turns around this mountain. It was probably like 280-degree swerves in and out and around the cliffs. It was, my heart was just like pounding. By the time I had escaped those five miles, my body was like one solid brick. 
And I made it through, though, and I was like, okay, do I even really want to go back to Yosemite tomorrow? Because this was the most horrifying thing, and tomorrow I'll have to be on the outside. So I don't think I'll actually be able to do it. But the next morning, I got up at 6 a.m., did a little stretch, made a little coffee, made some snacks. I made a delicious um, sandwich for the trail. It was... Ezekiel bread with Trader Joe's seared ahi tuna hummus and avocado. I wasn't able to toast the bread because I was staying in an Airbnb um, that didn't actually have a toaster. It just had a microwave. So I usually am like a toasted bread kind of gal. But on the trip, on the trail, I actually found that I liked this gooey bread. So maybe I'll stop toasting the bread. Maybe it's time for me to be a straight up floppy bread kind of gal. I mean, it's not that floppy because it is Ezekiel bread. Anyways, I made my way towards the park and the mountain roads were actually not that bad this time, even though I was on the outside. The daylight definitely helped and I ended up being like on the tail end of this caravan of like six cars that were like progressing around these swooping death, death swirls. And, um, I felt like these were my friends, and I was like, yeah, we're all heading towards the park together, gonna be out in nature, and I had a pretty good playlist on, it was the Father John Misty playlist, uh, radio on Spotify, I would definitely recommend it if you're taking a cross-country trip when you enter the state parks, so it got me really hyped up, and I just felt like a nature girl, ready to conquer everything, little did I know, what was in store for me when I reached the park. So on this day, I had decided I was going to do a hike that was marked hard. And as you know, I think that moderate hikes are actually considered hard. So this hard hike, there wouldn't even be a ranking scale for it. But I overcame it. And this was a really famous hike. It's the Vernal Falls and Nevada Falls hike. And it's usually connected via the mist trail. So you get to feel like nice little droplets all over your skin and body because the falls produce the mist but the falls weren't that full this time of year so I didn't actually experience any mist but um another thing about the trail is that they had to reroute it a bit so you kind of take the John Murr trail around in a loop because they didn't want people to cross paths during some narrow sections of the trail uh just for social distancing reasons and that was smart, but a lot of people, I realized, didn't have any intention of doing the full loop, so they would only go to one trail and then, like, come back down, so you wouldn't have crossing paths anyways, um, but it was really great. Most people wore masks, or we felt pretty safe because there was quite a bit of distance and, like, raw mountain air all around us, but there were also a lot of families at the beginning of the trail, and I was, I don't know, just kind of shocked me to see these kids with so much energy like hiking up these steps for me that were like half their body size if not like their full body size it just blew my mind quick side note I am about to pass this exit with this grocery store that I found along the way called grocery outlet we don't have these on the east coast these stores are insane they have really good products for so cheap like the vitamins that I take they have them for like a quarter of the price they have like so many kinds of hummuses that I've never seen before. All the vegan products that I recognize were drastically reduced. It's a really cool place. I wish I could pull over and stop, but I need to make my way to Oregon because I don't want to drive in the dark, as you know. 
So as I was making my way up these <clears throat> this trail, there were parts where people would stop and like a few times I heard ladies be like, you, you go ahead, I'll just be waiting down here because they got nervous or like men being like, I just need to pace myself, you pass me, blah, blah, blah. And I realized that like I had been saying those same things. Yes, I now I actually take the time to pace myself, so I don't. I think that's one good thing that I've learned. Like, it's important to take a break and rest. And really, you can soak up your experience that way, too. You don't have to race through it like it's a sprint. But there were moments that I I realized I would have been so afraid to do at the beginning of the trip. Like, remember when I said we were in Colorado and it had snowed and my friends wanted to just walk up a little hill so my friend could show me this hidden Buddha in the snow? I was so nervous about that. But here I am, like 6,000 feet in the air, scrambling over these rocks. I'm not even thinking twice about it. I just want to get to the top where there's like a flat piece of land so I can eat my sandwich in peace. And I, I was just like, whoa, I haven't even been afraid for the past like 20 minutes. And this is probably like the scariest hike that I've done yet. And it's just like I saw in real time how my mindset has changed over this trip. And I hope I can apply some of these, this thought process to my daily life and my interactions with other people, especially men. I'm just kidding. Hold on. I got to just get a sip of my water. So the hike was really intense, but so beautiful. I got a, a few great pics. I didn't see any bears. I didn't see any snakes, but I did see some blue jays, so that was exciting. And um, the the second loop, or like the second half of the trail, was all downhill, and it was a little rough on the knees. So by the time I had gotten off the trail, my feet, as I mentioned, had swollen up to like Vienna sausages, and I was about to make my way to the final stretch, and I saw this little creek where everyone, like there were a few people just sitting and like relaxing and putting their feet in the water it's like crystal clear water over these like river stones and I was like I could go back to my car now and immediately leave so I can beat the dark and then get home and eat a nice dinner or I could just like take a moment to sit here and put my feet in the water and I did and it was something that I wouldn't have done in the past like I'm one of those people who's always thinking about the future I gotta get this task done so I can get down to the next one blah 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 but I sat there and I put my feet in the water and I had a little snack and I just relaxed. I cannot get enough water right now. Um, it was a really beautiful moment. There were a lot of teenagers around me who were kind of being slightly immature, but it was great. It was fine. I didn't even really mind them. I was like, good for them. They're spending their summer being in nature they're not at home on their computers or like at their phones looking at Instagram so it was just a really nice moment and one that I'll remember for the rest of my days and then I made my way out of the park I made it home before dark and on my way home that night I was like I deserve a beer after that so I stopped over in this little restaurant and apparently I forgot that it was Oktoberfest time so I got like a cool delicious IPA finally wrote some postcards and filled out my little journal about my national park experiences. And I heard this woman, she gave someone who worked at the bar like a jar of 
blackberry jam her husband like picks the blackberries and I was like do you have any more of that jam like I'd love to Venmo you and take some because it just sounds like a really nice sweet souvenir and she's like oh I actually oh it's jelly she's like I actually don't have any jelly I do have some jam though but it has seeds do you like seeds and I'm like do I like seeds I freaking love seeds I love the texture of seeds. I love actually chewing. That's why I can't really do smoothies in the morning because I need to chew on something. So I was like, I love seeds. And she's like, I'm going to go get you a jar from the car. I'm like, okay, let me know your Venmo and I'll give you some money. And she was like, no, you keep this. I want you to have it. And you know what? Take my address. If you ever come back, you can come and stay with us. Her name was Karen. So all of you guys who are making fun of people named Karen, think about this jelly slash jam experience and remember that and it was so sweet she's she like asked me my name she said that everyone I give a jar of jam to I say a prayer for so then I thought maybe she was a Trump supporter but it was still nice to have like any kind of prayers and I was like my mom would love this so I got her jar jam and I got her prayers and I was on my way and I can't wait to eat it I'll let you guys know how it tastes I'll do a few a full review so after that beer, I was honestly pretty buzzed. Definitely not too buzzed to drive, but I hadn't drank in a while, and that hike was insane. And I really had a new sense of bravery as I took those swervy mountain roads. It was one beer, y'all. So I was not drinking and driving. Definitely not over the limit. But it felt a little nice. And that's when I decided, now it's time for me to listen to Hamilton, the musical, I've definitely done my fair share of listening to mountain music because I just felt like it was right, but I needed to feel pumped up on my drive home when I listened to Hamilton the Musical. That's when I decided I think my next project will be to record a one-woman show of Hamilton the Musical. Please don't take this idea. It's not going to be easy. I'm not going to tell you that many, many details about it now. I probably will record one song at a time. I expect each song with the filming and editing to probably take me like two days. And it's a quite a long musical, so just you wait. I'll post about it on, on my Instagram story, Do Good Feel Good Show, if I ever get around to this. So it was a, probably one of the most fun and exciting drives of my life, riding around this swervy mountain road that I was so afraid of the, the day before, listening to my peeps on the Hamilton soundtrack, thinking about the dawn of America. Well, not the dawn, but so then... The next day, I was like, do I want to go back to Yosemite? It's a two-hour drive each way. And instead, I decided to just drive 10 minutes to the Stanulus, or however you say it, a national forest, where I decided I would do a short, easy, they say, 10-mile hike. And I did. Okay. Um, it wasn't easy. It hurt my feet a lot. But I did it anyways, like... On my way back, I was like, okay, I think this might have been, like, a little bit long. But I was already in it. There was no way out but through. Had to get back to my car. But I, I did it. I overcame the 10 miles. And halfway through, I found myself at a helicopter pad. And I laid on the ground. I legitimately relaxed so much that I laid down, ate my delicious Sammy, and just looked out at the riverbank. And it was a beautiful experience. I thought about how some people come into our lives for a reason and then just stick in our minds like they're people who we really don't choose to think about but seem to pop in there like every other day and pop into your dreams 
more on that later. Anyways, the trip is, is about to come to an end. I gotta make my way back to D.C. as I mentioned in the last episode. If you guys need any tips or tricks for traveling around the country on essentially no money or what to do in Yosemite, I am the registered expert now. So feel free to email me at dogoodfeelgoodshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to write via email, please. And don't forget to write, review, and subscribe. I'm seeing all these signs for olive oil tasting, so I kind of want to hop off the highway and go check it out. I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope that you feel inspired by... Mm, Pick someone who you want to feel inspired by. All right, I'm going to go. I'm getting very distracted. Have a great day. I hope that you're enjoying your life. And peace.